again? What is this? Are we ready? Uh, yeah, we're ready. Yeah. Oh, okay. um, all right. I'm on the character select screen. I'm going to be a I found I found the uh, the song. Yeah, <laughs> you take a hot dog, stuff it with some jack cheese, fold it in a pizza. You got cheesy blasters. You got some cheese blasters, and then all the kids say, "Thanks, me cat." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He flies off in his skateboard. What? <laughs> That's all one rocket skateboard. Wait, what the right? fuck are you guys talking about? Thirty rocket. Oh my gosh. What? Who the fuck? Are we about to kick Ben off? Yeah. This how do you not know me cat and cheesy blasters? Lemon. This is gonna. Yeah, it's thirty rock. Eating those things is gonna kill you. Oh, cheesy blasters! <laughs> oh, oh, those cheesy blasters! Well, I don't know. I thought you were. I thought you were talking about a real thing. It is a real thing in Thirty Rock. Oh my god! <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Dos Nav Cinco's. This is episode number eight. I'm your host, David. And I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. This week, our movie of the week is Hustlers with J Lo and. Friends? Um, Constance Wu. <laughs> you of all people should know, David. This is a this is a mostly Asian podcast. It's JLo. That that we 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 already told the good people who uh, listened to episode seven that uh, JLo is listening and also in the movie. That is our prime. Oh uh, right, point. yeah. So, I this yeah, is so, for you, JLo. Just a, little, a really quick update. I guess we might be losing Ben very soon because uh, Borderlands is out now, and he is currently downloading it. So we have very limited time. So we're going to just skip straight to the very end and pick the movie for next week, and uh, that'll be our episode because Ben uh, doesn't care about anything but Borderlands right now. Yep. Yeah, I'm actually playing it right now, so I don't really care. I thought you said you were still downloading. I'm playing it right now. He, you know, he's playing on PS4 while he's waiting for PC to download. No, I'm I think that's what's on happening. Xbox while I'm waiting for PS4. Oh. <laughs> Why do you have both? Why not? Yeah, David. Isn't it an RPG kind of having one save file really, really important? Yeah, but what happens if I want two? He's got a point. I really can't. I really can't argue with no, that. No, you can't. Now, hurry up! I sent you an invite. <laughs> I don't. I don't have it. Oh. Must be the other David Chen I know. Sorry, I know like five David Chens. It's a very common name, apparently. Yeah, especially among Asians. Oh yeah, no, that reminds me of my time when I was at UCLA. There was three others that were in the same. Uh, Math class. Resident? No, residence hall. Oh, I thought you were gonna say the same and, fraternity, the David Chen fraternity. <laughs> no, Delta. I would have Delta, definitely joined that. What's, no questions. What's, asked. what's C? Delta. Greek alphabet. <laughs> a, a Delta Delta. Delta. You're giving tug jobs outside of Delta Delta. 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 Del- <laughs> oh yeah, Delta Delta Delta. <laughs> that's a that's a sorority. <laughs> Try Delta. Delta uh. Uh, Delta Gamma. Del- the Delta Gammas. That's what the David oh, Chen. Oh, the DCs. Yeah, the David Chen fraternity is. Nice. All right, I'll make sure. Wait, no, DG is actually a thing. Delta Gammas is also a sorority. Why does that keep working out that way? You were in a sorority then, by mistake Hi or on girls, purpose. I'm a de- <laughs> <laughs> You're the Mrs. Doubtfire of the sorority. 
this is this is David fire the sorority. And they're like, come on, David, we're going to go get naked, take a shower. And, and you're like, <laughs> I'll be right there, girls. And, and then some hijinks happen. And then it's the movie. You're a, you're a boy? You're a guy? <laughs> I, I guess I always knew. Has anyone penned this movie up? Uh... I think I'm filling it out right now. <laughs> copyright, 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 trademark. TM, TM, TM. As soon as, soon as you... Uh... You know, Ben, you pitch it, then uh, I'm, I'm sure it'll happen. Just like your idea for uh, the Green Goblin. The Green Goblin. Yeah. Or David's idea for Spider-Man 4 face-off. Please don't resurrect that. <laughs> that should have died. Oh, no. I was, the one that had, I was the one who had to edit that episode. And I was, like, listening to it. I was like, why <laughs> would you give away such a great idea over okay. a podcast that's free? Uh, you are giving gold away. Don't do that. Oh, speaking of which, there was a there was news last week I think about a face-off remake. What? Really? Yeah. Do tell. Um, uh, I actually don't know too much about it. I just saw that Paramount was in talks to remake Face Off, but aside from that, I don't know too much about it. Doesn't sound like uh, John Woo's coming back for it. Well, then what the hell's the point? But is Nick Cage and Travolta coming back? Probably not. Unless they take their faces off. If Tom Cruise can reprise his role as Maverick, those two can do that's it for face Well, that's because Tom Cruise is, like, ageless. Like, yeah, I know. Nick Cage, has, time has not been kind to Nick Cage. Uh, <laughs> and probably and, anything, and also many John things Travolta. have not been kind to him. <laughs> that's true. But especially time. I feel like if they try to reboot Face Off, it's going to they'll try to make it like too serious you know what i mean you mean like a like total recall yeah they'll do like a total recall on it where they'll take the original which was fun and everyone loved it and then they'll just try to make it dark and gritty and totally miss what everyone really liked about the first film exactly seems like that's been happening a lot so you're saying face off should be the third movie of the 21 jump street Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum. Actually, Face off. there was supposed to be a third 21 Jump Street film, but they never made it because I'm actually not sure why they didn't make it. It sounded actually like a really crazy, zany idea that might have worked. It was a, Well, after they got off to college, then what's next? Wasn't that supposed to be Men in Black crossover? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. What? I, I would watch the crap out of that movie. Yeah, I think it probably might have done better than the, the latest one that came out, so... They miss gold again. And here we are, just throwing gold away with Spider-Man 4 face-off. Yep. <laughs> Th- thank you, Stu. I, I, that makes me feel slightly better. These golden <laughs> ideas just floating out into the ether, never to be used. Maybe that'll be the, the where this bo- podcast goes away from. We just stop reviewing movies, and we just start pitching movies, and then seeing... <laughs> Making up movies. <laughs> yeah, and how many of those uh, end up showing up that'd be a good idea for an episode where we didn't watch a movie and we we just pretended like we talked about a movie that was and then you never mentioned the title of it and you just get really in depth and they go by the way that was an entirely made up the entire time i don't know we'll we'll, we'll discuss so that'll be something else but for the last couple weeks we've been following popeyes that doesn't seem like there's any updates for that i haven't gotten any how about you guys no 
we might have to put that segment to uh, bed until it comes back. Yep. So I think the this is probably the last update until they make an official announcement, and then I think we might have to just everybody eat a Popeye's chicken sandwich on the air. At the yeah, that'll time. that'll sound good. Okay, I'll live stream from Popeyes. Okay. <laughs> we'll just no. We'll do the. Uh, I was, we were talking. I was talking to Ben about this, or we were talking Ooh. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing doing the uh, doing like a live stream from Popeyes when we finally get a chicken sandwich. Nice. Uh, live, you know, Twitch live stream. All three of us finally getting our hands on a chicken sandwich. Yeah, after standing in line, we'll we'll do hourly updates when we were in the back of the line, and then an hour later when we were a third of the way in, and then six hours later when we get to the front and they run out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a sad day. Oh, there's many, there was many sad days, but it's okay. Anything for you guys that you guys have watched besides this week's movie of the week? I did not, unfortunately. I, I mentioned I wanted to watch uh, Dark Crystal, which I meant to, and I ran out of time. Okay. Well, that's no problem. But um, we hope that you get a chance to, to kind of watch that for next week. Um, I'm definitely kind of interested to, to see it because I definitely have some very vague memories of Dark Crystal, but not necessarily anything that kind of just makes me like, oh, oh my gosh, I have to see this. Um, but yeah, I look forward to that. Uh, ben, how about you? Unfortunately, nothing for me either. It's been a busy week. Busy. Yeah. That's fine. If that's the case, there was something, I don't know if I wa- I forgot to mention it last week, but there is something, as far as trailers go, that came out that I saw I'm very excited for, which is Bad Boys for Life. Ooh, there you go. It's the third installment of the Bad Boys franchise, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence returning, and oh boy, I'm super excited because those Bad Boys movies, whoo, those are a good time. I've never seen Bad Boys Oh my! F- I've, I've seen that one part that was in the movie Hot Fuzz. Does that does that count? Am I supposed to be keeping tallies of all the movies that we thought Ben had seen and now he hasn't no, I, I've seen? I've seen it. I've seen it. You know the, the the part in Hot Fuzz. It's almost like he's Keith. Where like, how does he know all this information about movie production? But like, he's only seen like six movies. Well, actually, here's the interesting thing. I was uh, talking to one of my coworkers, James, today, and we were doing a lot. Like, there was some back and forth with like movie quotes from UHF. There was some quotes from Dumb and Dumber. And he, he's a huge fan of like SpongeBob, and then, um, and he was just like talking about how his friends are just like us, where they'll just somebody will say something, and it'll start this like tangential thing where people just start talking about that movie without indirectly like ever saying the name of the movie and then just quotes happen back to back to back to back to back and it just kind of spirals into this thing where they it blends all these other movies together because they say one thing or not like we talked about black dynamite and stuff like that too and then he told me like sometimes he doesn't know what the reference is but he has it in his vocabulary or in his repertoire because they refer it to refer it so often that it kind of just becomes part of it even though he's never actually seen the movie so I guess that's just something that happens. Wasn't that the case with someone here with Superbad? Oh yeah, Ben had never seen Superbad, but he like he knew of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's also the same thing with like Austin Powers. Like I never actually. Don't I've you say seen... it? Don't you say you've never seen Austin Powers? Don't you say that? Don't you say those words? <laughs> so we're gonna go to the box office. No, I have seen all of it, but just not all the way through, like, in one sitting from the beginning to the very end. 
nobody's saying nobody's saying have when they say have you seen austin powers you don't say no i haven't watched all three back to back to back so no i haven't seen it no that's not what i mean what i mean is like i've never actually had one full sitting where i actually watched the entire thing of austin powers it's always been i've always caught it on like tnt unbelievable and i caught like the beginning and had to go do something come back it was already too late and then i would either catch like the middle part and then watch the end or i'll watch like towards the end and stuff like that so if i ever sat through a full stream probably at some point together but when it first came out there people were talking about it i had no idea what was going on but they talked about it so often you kind of it's the same thing with super bad for ben wait wait so you've gotten bits and pieces of austin powers right like through tv viewings or whatever it's just on in the background does that mean that you possibly have like all three movies into this one gigantic mess in your head (laughs) <laughs> it's possible i'm starting to try to piece it together right now and it's not looking good so in the first movie there's this guy named Goldmember. <laughs> no that that <laughs> that's you're dumb that's that's definitely at the end of the first one Come okay on. <laughs> did you like that part in the first austin powers when they were rocking out to queen in the car did you like that part in austin powers when he goes and saves fiona and then eddie murphy was there what? And then he says, Donkey! <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to rewatch Austin Powers. I definitely. Oh, it's iconic. It's an iconic scene, David. <laughs> and then uh, the donkey it falls in love with the, uh, the dragon, right? No, no, no. Then... then the donkey and his friend, they start a TV show in their basement that's aired through Aurora. Uh, where is it? Oh, shit, I don't remember. Ohio? It's called okay. Austin's World. Uh, that's funny so yeah maybe maybe i need to go back and refresh my memory with austin powers because definitely some of the stuff definitely blended a little bit i don't know what's worse ben not having seen the bad boys movies or you not having seen austin powers probably mine i'll I'll i would i would probably say that just because there's three of them and that means there were more opportunities to see them but i'm also if it weren't for that i'd probably say ben because bad boys man come on i mean Fresh Prince and Marn Lawrence. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah shit, shit just got real. No, don't you. Yeah, shit, shit, don't shit, don't just, you shit, even. Just got real. <laughs> <laughs> so, while you guys had kind of a slower week, um, I'm actually kind of glad because that means that I had more time to catch up. I am past season one of Mindhunter. I am now a third of the way through season two. So, I'll probably be done by next week. What do you think of it so far? I really like season two a lot more. Really? But here's a reason is I feel like season one placed a lot of groundwork for season two, especially when it comes to a specific serial killer that's being mentioned because there, there was a lot of hints beforehand. It kind of made me feel like the same way I did when I was watching Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where I didn't have all this background on it. And I was kind of relying on the the season one to provide it. Season one's great. It's fantastic. But I feel like I have so much more invested in season two because of all the stuff that, all the knowledge and the information we got from season one. And I, I don't want to spoil this anything for anybody that's like listening to our podcast. So kind of in, along those lines, it's kind of like saying like Rush Hour 1 was good, oh. but and it was really just laying the groundworks. Oh. But Rush Hour 2 is really where it's at. Is That's basically what you just that said, David. That is a great analogy. 
That is a wonderful analogy. Thank you, Ben. <laughs> and this concludes this week's episode of Dos and a Half Cinco's. I will be hosting uh, Cinco's on this other podcast. Cinco. <laughs> you guys are never going to let this go. Well, you can't really let go of a fax. Yeah, I mean, you just admitted it's it not a fa- yourself. It's not. I'm not going to admit it. I like one better than two. We all have the recording here, so... Um, one is better than two. There's audio proof yeah. that you just admitted that... I know. Hey, just because I'm in the minority doesn't mean that I'm wrong. No, no, you're not wrong, because you just admitted that... One is better than two. Nope, I said Mindhunter Season 2 is better no, but than you one. Were, I did not say... The, your analysis... I did not infer... Do not infer... Do not infer what i'm trying to say i am telling you what i'm saying right now rush hour one is better than rush hour two uh i didn't have to End infer anything uh you basically just told us you you drew such a long string from that to create this analogy that's never gonna stick you're never gonna get me to say two is better than one it's not gonna happen you know what i will because guess who's editing this episode I'm editing no, this I'm episode. Epi- you're doing episode seven. I'm epi- I'm also gonna do eight because Ben, I don't think is gonna be able to get to do Cause, six. Because you don't, because you don't want me to put you, put you saying that Rush Hour Two is better than Rush Hour One. I already know how this is gonna end. It's not gonna end well for me. I already can tell. Hey David, what's one plus one? Not happening. Not hap- no. there, I'll answer for you. It's two. Now, is two <laughs> yeah, greater yes. than one? But that means that you needed two number ones uh-huh. to equal two. Uh-huh. So that means that's how great it is. It was twice as good. Twice as good. It's, no, yeah, it's as half good. as good. Twice <laughs> as good. I'm editing this episode. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, it sounds like <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty good. All right. So we're going to jump right into our box office rundown for this week. Staying at number one is It Chapter 2. Taking the number two spot is the movie of the week, Hustlers. Number three is Angels Fallen, down from number two. Good Boys slides another slot, down to number four. Lion King still holding strong in the top number in number in the number five spot. Jesus, is that even still in theaters? It is in theaters, in 2,365 theaters, down from 245 theaters took it off. You think they'll just so. keep it till the end of the year? Yeah, probably at this point. Fast and Furious moved down one from five to now six. Overcomer slides from six to seven. And we have a newcomer to the top ten in addition to Hustlers is Goldfinch. This comes in at number eight. Uh, Number nine is Peanut Butter Falcon, who is outside of the top ten now looking in. And then rounding out the top ten is Dora and the Lost City of Gold, down from number seven. The ones that slid out of the top ten that was in previous weeks was Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark and the Tarantino film we reviewed in episode two, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Gentlemen, thoughts? I'm a little surprised that the Goldfinch movie, which I just kind of just saw on the sides, it looked like some kind of arty, kind of dramatic movie. I'm surprised that it, it has such a low review from you know low tomato meter oh yeah that was kind of surprising to me too like it, it got less than what 30 percent or something like 26 that. right now i'm looking at yeah so i heard it's like very artsy and people like the i don't know i guess some of the cinematography and stuff like that but i guess the pace there's pacing issues there's like a storytelling aspect that doesn't work out i read some of the reviews but 
I don't know, part of me kind of wants to see it for myself. But overall, I'm not too surprised in terms of everything. I mean, the only thing I'm surprised in, I think we discussed this last week, was The Lion King is still in the top five. Doesn't want to go away. I don't know anybody who hasn't seen this movie at this point. Well, I mean, besides the three of us. I think that's what Disney's waiting for. Is for Dos and a Half Cinco's to review this movie. Yeah, they're like, take take the hint. They have already grossed over half a billion dollars with this one movie. Well, I don't know what to tell you, Disney. Maybe if it's there in three more months, then... <laughs> if it's there by Christmas, we'll, we'll do a Christmas episode on The Lion I King. Mean, let's be honest, they're probably going to re-release it for Christmas. <laughs> with six <laughs> extra minutes. No, every character is now wearing a Santa hat. <laughs> <laughs> and oh whoops we accidentally watched the original lion king sorry disney that's on us <laughs> they're like don't worry we sent you guys all individual release uh, dvds to watch uh you guys uh don't realize when you signed up for itunes that there's a clause in there requiring you to watch this movie or else you will be financially liable dear lord like wow disney you got his checkmate <laughs> Are any of you guys kind of surprised how close Hustlers came to it, Chapter 2? I, I am, honestly. I didn't think it was going to do this well. Yeah, $6 million short of taking number one. It, too, makes sense because, I mean, it came out last week, and, you know, half the people wanted that couldn't get to see it wanted to see it this week. There wasn't very much other competition. Well, I'm, this is a very Ben thing, but there's not much other competition. It's true. I was going to do that. I was, damn it. You're, you're both. Um, you're both but, absolutely right. Hang on, let me try my let me try my Ben impersonation. All right, go ahead. Uh, actually, there's not a lot of competition in this movie. That's that was it. Ben. That was a really good. I know it was pretty good, right? Just provided. Actually, was really good. Wait, can you take over for me? I think I need to go play Borderlands. Sure. Yeah, so I'm playing Borderlands now. Stu, you can you can go over and take over playing Borderlands as Ben. Okay. Ben, you have to now do an impression of Stu. Okay. Okay, go. Look at me, I'm Stu. I'm such a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, what what are your thoughts on why on our top two, you know, it chapter two and hustlers? What what are your thoughts on that? I was thinking that um, what was I thinking? I don't think a lot. I had a thought before we started making fun of Ben. Oh geez, Stu, these movies are rated R. Oh wait, do we need to do a uh, rated R count to see how wrong Ben is again? What, that there's no sustainability if you have a rated R movie? Yeah, even though... Good Boys top... Three out of the top five are all rated well, R. Well, actually, if you look at the recent releases... All right, let's, which let's not are... do that again. <laughs> actually, the top four out of five, because Angel Has Fallen is rated R. Is it? Yes. I thought it was rated PG-13. Nope, nope, nope. Rated R. Whoa. Ben, how's it feel to be wrong? Oh, jeez, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, theatrical releases are timed so that the fiscal year is... Uh, <laughs> um, ben, it sounds like you're, you're, you're not getting enough Borderlands in your diet. But <laughs> uh, I guess I'm not super surprised just because, you know, it too seems like it has a, a lot more broader reach than maybe Hustlers does. Like, more people would be interested in in that than, than maybe because like just like if you don't know anything about what hustlers is like really about which was kind of me too going into it you probably just look at it and like oh i don't want to see some stripper movie that's i mean i guess it makes sense and also there was no competition <laughs> well I'm, gl- I'm glad you guys finally finally see that 
you know, I, I feel like I've been saying this every week, and you guys have just been making fun of me, and now... It, yeah, it only, it only took us eight weeks to get to this yeah, point. Yeah, I know. How, how's it feel? How, how's it feel? We learn a lot from you, Ben. Yeah, I know. Now my question is, what do we still need Ben on the podcast for if we've already gleaned all of That's the gold true. out? I, I, ben, I why don't you go ahead and... Uh, I have. Why don't you go ahead and hang up? <laughs> so, welcome to... Well, no. Un and a half Cinco's. Actually, I mean, I was about to say uh, we can kick Ben off, but I need someone to help me dunk on David, so... Uh, that, that is a that is a two man <laughs> job. You can't dunk by yourself. It you, is. You got the alley. That's right. So I'm a I'm a lot of man. You got <laughs> you need help. I gotta get Ben up on my shoulders so he can reach the basket, and then toss the ball up to him. What? Ah no! Don't dunk on me. You pass the ball up while you punch him in the dick. <laughs> Why is that necessary? I've already decided not to try to block the shot. I'm just gonna let you score. You're still gonna go on a poster. It, it'll be the same poster that Dwight Howard was on when Kobe, Kobe. dunked over him. It's just like Dwight Howard just kind of like shying away, covering his face, and just kind of like, ah, this is happening. I hope whatever kind of statue makers, I don't know if they have like an actual name, when they make uh, Kobe statue. Scul- you mean a sculptor? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> that's not the point. Let me get to the point. Get to the point. Quick. When uh, they make Kobe statue outside Staples Center, the front view of it when you're looking at it from the front it's like one of his poses from like when you in the 2010 championship or something like that and then if you walk around to the back it turns into him dunking on dwight howard who is now a laker again <laughs> he could be reminded every single time it's like why did you put it this in the player's interest shouldn't it be out front with all the other legends nope it's just for you dwight just for you <laughs> remember your place so I think that pretty much wraps up our box office rundown for this week. Not many surprises. Obviously, the big surprise this week is Hustlers stealing the number two spot. Obviously, it Chapter 2 is going to have a little bit more staying power. We'll see if next week it'll be able to hold up against the likes of Brad Pitt and uh, Ad Astra. I don't, I don't so, think so. I, I look forward to that one. So. Yeah. No? You guys don't think uh, so? I don't think so, no. Wait, Actually, aren't, isn't there two movies coming out this week? Oh, Down Abbey and uh, Rambo Last Blood. Yeah, well, not Down Abbey, like. Nobody cares. But actually, here's the thing is, I think Down Abbey actually might. Oh, we're going to put a wager on it? Not over Ad Astra. No, no, no. Not over at Ad Astra. I'm talking about Rambo. Oh, so you're saying which one will place higher, Down Abbey or Ram- Rambo? Yeah. Ooh. <sighs> I'm going to vote Rambo just because I don't know what the fuck Down Abbey is. I thought it was Downtown Abbey. So <laughs> that just shows you how much, how much I know about that one. <laughs> Welcome to Downtown Abbey. I mean, come on. With the accents, like, come on. That's a... Come on. Okay, here's the thing is, I don't know very much about Doctor Who. I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for that. I don't either. Oh, okay. Well... Wait, what the fuck does Doctor Who have to do with this? Is he in Downton Abbey? Wait, is, is this a Doctor Who movie? A, you could have told me that, and I would have believed it. <laughs> it's another BCC, like one of those uh, BBC... Sorry, BCC. <laughs> Damn it. BBC. Yeah, Wait, can you include me on that? British broadcasting company bbc it's one of those tv shows that you know took off kind of like the same thing with doctor who is one down abbey is also another one it's kind of like almost kind of tongue-in-cheek where people are saying oh like i'm really into down abbey and you don't really know if to take them seriously or not because you're like why would you be interested in watching something about uh, rich people and their s- servants or something is that what I, that's I about i think are we just making up a plot for this Kinda. You want to do that like we did for Overcomer? Sure. Yeah, let's, uh, three guys who don't know anything about Downton Abbey will come up. All right, yeah. 
Let me just pull up a poster of it. It looks like a version of the movie Clue. They're all standing around. This is a TV series, though, right? It was. Yes, it is a long-standing TV series in the BBC. Do they just kill off a person every season and try to figure out who it was? I don't know, but I'm hoping. If that's the case, I will go watch Down Abbey. But I highly doubt that. Not to you know dunk on anyone who likes this kind of stuff, but I'm looking at this picture right now. And I cannot imagine a more boring-looking show to watch. All I see is a bunch of British people in whatever upper-class, you know, rich people clothes. And holy shit, it looks boring. I think it's a, it's about nobility in in Britain. That's pretty much how it what it comes down to. It's critically acclaimed. There's a lot of people who like it. Critics really like it. Oh, and they stopped making it in 2015. So they're only at six seasons. And now there's a movie. Oh, man. I, I don't want to be on the right side of this. What do you mean the right? I really don't. Well, I want Rambo to beat Down Abbey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like because you've already picked your side on Rambo, I got to pick Down Abbey just to keep this You don't have to. No, damn it. I'm doing. <laughs> I'm picking the BBC, okay? The big black. Uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes this week's episode of Dose and a Half Scene. I mean, it's been a little while since we said anything on those racial lines, so. That's not really racial. It's just a funny. Well, I mean, we, we always say David's Chinese every episode. Yeah, but that's okay. It's okay because like it's you know, like the N word. We can say it to other Asian people. Yeah, Chinaman, oh. Chinaman, Chinaman. Oh, oh, ah. Oriental. Oh, oh so hot. <laughs> yeah, Downton Abbey looks like the whitest people in the world. I wouldn't be surprised if it was in the top five holy shit these people are white i can't get over it it has a cult following i'm pretty sure it'll probably crack the top five it, it won't be one two or three i think ad astra will come in at number one it will probably slide to number two angel of fallen will probably slide to four uh, rambo's or, definitely going to be angel has fallen yeah, because the people that were going to see Angels Fallen probably already seen it already. Like your dad. I think Down Abbey might be five. And then we might see Lion King slip to six for next week. And then it'll probably come back after that. After all these other movies have left theaters, Lion King's still going to be like, Hey guys, I'm still here. <laughs> hey, Dose and a Half Sequels, we're still waiting for you guys to review. And then I think Rambo might be number six. I, that's where I would... I don't know how three and four are going to shake out. But... I feel like it will be number two, Ad Astra number one, Down Abbey five, I'm not sure about three or four, and then Rambo six. I'm going to say that Rambo is going to place higher. Than yeah, I'm saying top five. Yeah. Like three? I, I think okay. it's going to be three, at least. At least. All right. If I'm wrong, I will buy a round for both of you. I'd rather you just admit that Rush Hour Two is better than Rush Hour One. Okay, I'm not putting. Okay, I'm not putting the stakes on that horse crap. I'd rather just end the episode right here, right now. <laughs> like, nope, no bet, bets off. But yeah, that that's my prediction. That's where I think it'll be. That's just based on how much I I keep hearing about Down Abbey. Not because I actually think it'll be yeah. good, but who knows. It's also based off of two minutes ago when you said that you can't pick Rambo because I already picked Rambo, so. <clears throat> they just, just leave that alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cut, cut that part out. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cut that out. 
So that does it for our box office rundown for this week. We're going to take a really quick break, and we'll be right back with our movie pick of the week, Hustlers. Shit, I'm, I'm trying. I, sh- I should really just come up with fake ads. Instead yeah. of telling cheesy blasters. Instead of having, no, I don't think, that's like, I don't know, it's too, it, we can get like in trouble. Tina Fey might come after us. She'd be like, you guys use our fate. So don't say cheesy blasters. Blaster cheesy. Queso. Queso. Oh, how do you queso say, blasteros. How do you say blaster and pistolero? I don't know. Or maybe she'll like us so much that we become the next Donald Glover. <laughs> cheesy blaster. Cheesy blaster. <laughs> cheesy blaster. Ben, real quick, can you ask Letty how to say blaster in Spanish? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you t- typing it? To Couldn't her? you just like lean out the Turn, door? No, she's, she's playing Overwatch right now. Oh, so you can't bother. Okay, uh, never mind. Just at serious time. Uh, dis- desintegrado. That what? Dis- disintegrado. Disintegrado. Yeah, desintegrador. Disintegrador. I, I just typed in blaster in Spanish. Ooh, if you type in cheesy blaster, it says blaster carsi. Blast, if you just say blast, it's explosion, so it could be queso explosion. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get after having Taco Bell. That No, that's what you get after the cheesy blasters. Is you get. Actually, I guess, che- I guess cheesy blaster could also be a euphemism for diarrhea, too, so. Ugh, choro. Queso choro. This has been a great ad. This week's episode is brought to you by Talcum Foot Powder. What's on? What What's on your wallet? <laughs> <laughs> something with that. See, Do we, something with that. We salvaged it. We salvaged the ad. <laughs> and we're back. This week's episode, we will be covering Hustlers. Ben, what was Hustlers about? Inspector Lee of the Royal Hong Kong Police travels back to China with his American colleague. <laughs> In the follow-up success, more successful sequel to Rush Hour 1, the men intend to take some vacation but are quickly pulled into the case of two murdered U.S. Customs agents. <laughs> the action is bigger, the laughs are better, and the chemistry is perfected. <laughs> so uh david what what did you think of the better movie <laughs> you know it's weird i'm on the hustlers uh movie wikipedia and that's like verbatim what ben just read <laughs> did he edit that to make it say that <laughs> yeah it says last updated 9 37 p.m september 18 2019 all i know is hustlers is a movie about one woman's struggle to make ends meet and make a decision on her life and she runs into a a successful stripper who shows her the ropes and eventually at some point you know the corporate greed that she's decided she wanted to relieve wall street of she becomes prey to and uh does it go too far and is that really their destiny i like when ben does it 
Yeah, that's better. Wait, were you trying to do like a wordplay off of the main character's name? <laughs> no, her name is Constance Wu, but her character's name was oh, Destiny. Oh, Destiny. I thought you were just thinking about Destiny, the game. Also, are you guys going to be a warlock or a titan? Because uh, I already got a hunter. Uh, I'm going to be the hardest class to play, which is ranger. Ah, wait, let's not go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> this episode really was just a wash. We were just going to talk about Borderlands and, and Destiny. Well, we talked about Destiny last episode. Yeah. Or in a previous episode so yeah because we're still waiting for it to be free so that way Stu can transfer his character so we can finally turn this podcast in what it's meant to be which is a destiny podcast wait i thought this was going to be a popeyes podcast we'll finally have keith's attention for once it's destiny podcast sponsored by popeyes i thought it was a popeyes podcast sponsored by destiny oh i mean tomato tomato this week's episode is sponsored by the chicken sandwich collective either way we're getting free fried chicken ben that's the point that's the goal. That's the dream. That's why we're doing this. I mean, we are going to get it because David's going to lose that bet. And then he's going to buy us the chicken sandwich. Sure. Sure. Why not? Also, a uh, side note, I actually like when I don't give the synopsis for a movie just so I can see what David comes up with. I need to start writing this down because, like, in my head it sounds really good. And then at some point I, like, lose my train of thought. And I'm just like, wrap it up. It's almost like Ben's going to keep us on our toes, so like we need to each write our own synopsis so we don't sound like idiots. But it, that's inevitably going to happen. I'm an idiot by Yeah, by, but at least if, if you just spend, you know, 6 hours writing four sentences, at least you can read, you know, read directly from that and not sound like an idiot. I can read directly from the IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> but we just take out all the articles so that way we don't worry about getting plagiarism right so right, right, right. inspired by viral new york magazine article hustlers follows crew savvy wow this, I think this is worse <laughs> than what you said former strip club employees band together to turn tables wall street clients boom <laughs> oh i think i feel like i've seen the movie now thanks for that david and that wraps up this week's episode of Dose and a Half. It's like the sixth time you've said that. <laughs> it's the sixth time David has threatened to end the episode, right? There's anything about threatening. I'm I'm allowing people multiple exits, like a freeway. Like, you can get off this ramp if you decide to. Are you sure you don't want to stop listening to us? Here's your chance. <laughs> it's only going to get better. So, uh, general thoughts, gentlemen? I thought it was okay. It was a movie that kind of reminded me of, like, they wanted to be, like, a Martin Scorsese movie. Like, a very light version of it. It reminded me a lot of, like, Goodfellas, Wolf of Wall Street. Not to say that I was as good as them. No, like, pretty far from it. But, you know, it... They need more Quaaludes. Yeah, a lot more Quaaludes. I mean, they had... What was it? I don't even remember what the plot point was, but they did have something like that. But, I mean... It's about, like, a young innocent somebody getting caught up in the world of crime and getting slowly corrupt throughout time and being taken under the wing by someone who's more experienced, right? We always get the narrator in the form of the main character, which is Constance Wu in this. I thought that Jennifer Lawrence did an amazing job, you know? I'm sorry, Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence, you know. Jennifer. You mean Julia Stiles? Yeah, that's who I meant. Are you sure you didn't mean Jennifer Connelly? Uh, yeah, Jennifer Connelly did a really great job in this movie. She blew it away, like always. Anyways, <laughs> Lucy Liu did a wonderful job in this movie. 
J-Lo did a good job in this movie. I actually didn't really like Constance Wu too much, honestly. You didn't like her acting or the character? The acting, I would say. I mean, she had good chemistry with uh, J-Lo, but other than that, like, if she's by herself, if you just look at her acting in a standalone sense whenever she was alone or she had to interact with anybody else, it was kind of, I don't know, kind of hit or miss for me. I buy that. Other than that, I, I didn't really like the time skips. I don't think it really worked in this. It, it seemed like I was trying to emulate a lot of, like, um, you know, a lot of Martin Scorsese films or something. It, it tried to go through the, you know, the 2000s, right? But the only problem is that I feel that point in time is a little indistinguishable from every other point in time in the 2000s. Like, if you told me to look at uh, some scenery from 2000, like, seven versus 2011 i couldn't tell you the difference between that versus like what people were wearing or what the streets look like what the cars are it's pretty it's pretty similar the only way to tell would be to look at what kind of cell phone they were holding yeah whereas you know in wolf of wall street or goodfellas you know jumping through time through uh, different points of the main character's life you can really see how the world has changed around the characters and i feel like it was trying to do that but it didn't do it very successfully i would say along those lines that they probably could have just since it was based on a they're basing it on an actual event they could have just not had the time skips and just told the whole story in one period you said the time skips were kind of unnecessary yeah yeah like i i, I get that it's part of the actual article right or the true story that they, it was based off of you know that article but yeah you know, some pieces of information don't really service the story or the plot of the movie when they transcribe it right so it's like what you're saying yeah they maybe could have left that out maybe they could have left it out and it wouldn't have taken away anything from what you know the actual events were yeah 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 the only other thing that was kind of confusing to me was well someone that got top billing on like the posters and all the advertisements were was cardi b and she was in it for like five minutes total yeah, that was a little bit of a, a sadness. <laughs> I was kind of expecting that because, like, what the hell is Cardi B going to do? I mean, she does show up, like, at the end of the list, though. That's true. Just kind of weird because, you know, there are other people that had, like, much bigger roles and she, you know... Really... She's just the biggest name over the other ones. Yeah. Plus, everyone wants to see Cardi B doing stripper stuff, I guess, so... Yeah, that's true. So, Ben, rating? Uh, I'd say six and a half to seven. I mean, although w with all those things I didn't like about it, I will say that J-Lo gave, like, one hell of a performance. For sure. What about you, uh, Stu? I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. Now that Ben's kind of said it, and I was kind of thinking about it now, I was like, yeah, I kind of, Constance Wu, when she was alone, I kind of, like, wasn't feeling those scenes as much. It was mainly, like, in the flash forwards to the present time i was kind of like eh, i could kind of do without these scenes but i think she worked much better with at least some one other character was involved especially when jennifer lopez was on but yeah it was it was enjoyable uh it was like you know a fun story especially if you don't like know anything about what actually happened it's like oh it's kind of interesting thing they did but yeah i mean for me i'd probably give it a seven okay Echoing some of the stuff that Ben said, but I agree with you, Stu. Like, I actually enjoyed it more than I thought it would. I, I would. And um, I actually kind of lost track of time when I was watching it because I was, like, trying to wonder. I was like, how long is this movie? Because it feels like it was kind of short. I don't know if that, if that was the sense that you guys got. But it kind of made me more interested in kind of seeing, like, what else was going on, like, back then and... Uh, reading, I wanted to read the articles. I haven't had a chance to kind of see what they were kind of talking about or what it kind of inspired it. But I thought it was just really interesting how 
how they kind of like decided to develop Constance's character solely based on how she did with JLo's character, or I forgot what her name is already, and then without her character. And that was like the only thing was the focus was like, oh, how was life with her? Fantastic. How was life without her? It, it was horrible. And then, you know, tragedy strikes or whatever. I think overall I'd probably give it a seven. I thought it was entertaining. So what do you think, listener? <laughs> and we just pause here for like thirty minutes. You know, that would have worked in the Dora episode. Damn, we fucked up. Yeah, we did. Well, we haven't edited it yet, so we can still go back. <laughs> just cut this part into the episode. I think that's pretty much wraps up what our vote was. Uh, ben Ben gave it a six and a half, seven. I think Stu gave something very similar. I gave a seven. Okay, and I also gave it a seven. Yeah, it's entertaining for sure. I just thought it was interesting that some of the other like you know, drug references were pretty accurate. That was a very interesting uh, plot point. And I was like, where did they learn how to do all that stuff? But you know, if you're looking for something that's going to be entertaining and you're not looking for it to pull you in an emotional direction or something like that, then yeah, this is a, it's an okay movie. I would also, I don't know if this would count as a spoiler or not. I don't think so. But I was reading a little bit about the actual events. And wow, the person who J-Lo is portraying, wow, that's a rough face to look at. She is not as hot as J-Lo. Like, how did she do all this? Well, she was the ringleader in using everybody else, right? Yeah, I guess. Also, J-Lo's like still super hot. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) She does not look 50. Holy shit, she's 50. Wow. She does not look 50. Uh-uh. No, you could have fooled me for sure. She still got it. Jenny from the block definitely still got it. Whoa, okay. I just saw the people. The real people? Yeah. Right? Wow, she is super tanned. That's a polite way to put it. Hmm. Interesting. All right, well, that pretty much does it for our general review. We're going to step right into the spoiler zone. You can join us if you want, but if you want to remain spoiler-free, don't keep listening. Join us now or join us on another time. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you've been warned. Spoiler zone. Guys, was there anything in particular you guys uh, noteworthy for you guys for about this movie? One thing I was wondering about in the about the ending specifically, and I guess this kind of ties into the real world event. They made it seem, or at least when they got arrested and caught and all that stuff, like the way they had Destiny agree to a deal or plead guilty, and it was like, oh man, They're like she just snarked on everyone. Oh man, that sucks. And then it was showing the uh, like their punishments, they all their sentences, whatever. I was like, nobody. Wants Holy to jail. shit! Nobody even like got punished. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. why did you, why did you sell why did you sell them out if like like she's because it was like oh she pled uh, she admitted to everything so in exchange for no jail time. I was like, fucking like no one got jail time. There was like I think yeah. some of the side there was like two of the other people who got like jail time, which was I thought was weird because like 
why didn't... But it wasn't for very long, though. Yeah, it was but like, like... I think it was like three months and then five years probation. Right. But it's like, why did they get that and J-Lo's character only got the probation? She was like the ringleader. She's the mastermind. So why did she only had to do the probation while like some of the other characters had to, or people had to do like the jail, like the part-time jail or whatever, and then also the probation? Maybe they all snarked on each other. <laughs> uh... y'all, you're all getting this because you all narked on each other. <laughs> I think the craziest part is just, like, I think it's depending on what they pled guilty to, right? I mean, some of them were pled guilty to, like, racketeering. I'm sure the other two who actually got jail time were probably put in jail because they pled guilty to, like, actually drugging people. Mm. But if it's, like, more white-collar in terms of, like, I was the one who arranged, you know, who would go to where and who would do all that stuff and actually, like, running, like, white-collar crime and running cards and stuff like that, I think that's probably the reason why. She probably got off slightly more leniently than, uh, you know, J-Lo's character or Ramona did. because Didn't Destiny also get probation? I don't remember what she got, but I just know it was like five years of... I think it was five years probation. Well, that was definitely J-Lo got... J-Lo's character got five years probation. I remember that distinctly because I was sitting there in theaters like, wait a minute. She only got that? Everyone else seemed like they got harsher sentences for how involved they were. Because I would say, like, Jennifer Lopez was, like, the most involved of them. So I feel like her sentence should have been the most. But she, like, got, got the least almost. But, you know, whatevs. I, I'm kind of glad that we got to see this one. I thought it was kind of interesting, especially since it was just, like, J-Lo's callback to movies. Because it's been a while since she was in something. And, boy, did she not disappoint. And I will say, I guess this counts as spoilers, but it wasn't really consequential on the uh, the plot. But what is really the the load bearer in malls? Is it Cinnabon <laughs> or is it Orange Julius? Is, I think it's Orange Julius. Where was Jennifer Lawrence when they're doing all those interviews? Orange Julius. I'm lost. There was a scene where they're recruiting more of them, and then oh, she right. walks up with an Orange Julius. I remember. You're confusing Stu and you say Jennifer Lawrence and he keeps thinking you're talking about Julius Stiles. Yes. Julius Randall. <laughs> <laughs> the New Orleans Pelican who's no longer in New Orleans. He's still a Pelican, right? Nope. No, he went to New York. Yep. He's now a Nick. I agree with you guys from earlier. I, I was expecting to see more Cardi B except for her. She had I'm pretty sure she had like five lines. Yeah. I mean, she was she had a she was almost topless scene, so oh. I guess that's good enough. True, I guess that's what everyone was there for. Let's be real. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen Cardi B up that close before. I was like, that's what her face looked like. <laughs> I always thought of Cardi B and Nicki Minaj as being like carbon copies of each other. That's what I thought until I heard her talk. I was like, holy shit, Cardi B's voice is kind of annoying. Oh, sp- speaking of something that kind of stuck out to me. We had an Usher sighting. Usher, yeah. Usher, sexy Usher. Oh man, sound the alarm. We had an Usher sighting. (laughs) That sounded like you're like craving cookie crisp or something. (laughs) Cookie crisp. Oh shit, I could crush some cookie crisp right now. Oh, Oh, that's our sponsor. (laughs) Record it now. Hi guys, welcome to cookiecrisp.com. Cookiecrisp.com. Just, just lean into it, students. Go with it. Okay. <laughs> come on down to Kellogg's and get your <laughs> get your cookie crisp. Say, come on, ben, shut the fuck up. Let him do his thing. <laughs> ben, I can't do this if you keep interrupting. 
This week's episode is brought to you by Cookie Crisp. <laughs> Stu? They're great. <laughs> That's the one. But yeah, the Usher sighting was... It's sexy like Usher. I don't, I don't know how many people are going to get that reference. Yeah, well, we'll see. I don't think yeah. a lot of people will get a lot of the references we make. Yeah. Yeah. Of the six listeners, probably four of them will probably not know what the uh, references are. <laughs> I know Joe will. But yeah, in general, I, I feel like they kind of forced the idea of this like boyfriend showing up and then her getting pregnant. It just seemed so, I don't know, unorganic. Inorganic? Kind of, yeah, it just kind of just didn't, it just kind of just... It happened, it's over. I guess they had to... Bridge that in there? Bridge it to her daughter, because that's, I guess, was the more important part of her story. Yeah, I could see the the father not really being part of the story or being inconsequential. That, that seems plausible. Just so you don't go like, where the fuck does baby come from? <laughs> well, that, and it kind of illustrates her life in the sense that, you know, she had, you know, someone that fathered her child, but she doesn't think anything of him. He was just there as an ends to a mean... You know, for her life because she only has her focus on her daughter she doesn't really care about the dad at that point well they did she does repeat it over and over again motherhood is a illness mental illness yeah right so like yeah. that's them just kind of pushing this that like at some point you're gonna have to make a decision about what means more to you but as soon as you become a mother everything goes out the window it's just your child that's it yeah so i I got like they were trying to force that, but I don't think the rest of the movie kind of echoed supported that. that idea. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they sure they said the line. It's like, oh yeah, we said it. You know, it should really you know stick with you because we, we said it. Remember, we we said it like twenty minutes ago. Yeah. the The rest of the movie was literally about them just doing all all the stuff. You know, getting back at all these guys, going over these plans. But like, you see your daughter maybe like two or three times, and you you don't really. I can't even remember where her name is. I, I remember she said a few lines. Destiny 2. You don't really... Destiny 2? <laughs> oh, yeah, this um... is my son, Shadowkeep. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get too far off track, do you guys recognize the grandma from anything? Oh, I no. feel like I do. You should. I, if I told you it was a Netflix TV series, would that help? Friends. No. Okay. Uh, a Netflix TV series. Mindhunter? Is she in Mindhunter? No, she's not Mindhunter. Uh, Marvel-based. Oh, but I haven't watched the Iron Fist one, so if she was in that one, I didn't see it. She's in Daredevil. Parks and Rec. She's Madame Gao. Damn it. Oh, okay. I haven't watched the Daredevil in a while, so I don't really remember. Oh, okay. I kind of remember her now, but... I wish they had her in more scenes i really thought she did a really really good oh, job. big surprise everyone david liked the asian character i didn't say constance Wu was that great the, oh that's right i forgot she was asian <laughs> wei ching ho she deserves some credit she every scene that she was in she, I, she killed it yeah especially the part when constance Wu found her dead no <laughs> 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 she killed it and herself that was a pretty uh shocking yeah it was a pretty good shock i thought she was like why is she crying she's sleeping <laughs> and then all of a sudden they go to the funeral i was like oh she's dead they was <laughs> like that's how my parents sleep all the time yeah my dad falls asleep in this chair watching tv like halfway out of his chair with his eyes open <laughs> just staring into nothingness that's how evan finds me most of the time <laughs> <laughs> no it's okay he's just he's he's still breathing i think it doesn't matter it's gonna go to my room close the door 
other than that, I think the movie was decent. It was okay. One thing I was going to, and this is kind of, I mean, they're they're just doing stripper stuff, so I got you know kind of got to talk about stripper things. <laughs> I think the premise was that she had been dancing at other clubs. She basically she was a dancer. She's a professional dancer, right? Correct. At other clubs beforehand. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They do like a quick shot in the beginning just to like show how much not fun she's having, where she's like giving someone a lap dance and holy shit that was like the worst she was just like vibrating on top of him which was like come on put a little effort constance into your craft yeah that's what i didn't like about her like look at j-lo j-lo's like flying up and down the pole like a pro and then she's acting like she doesn't know how to do anything but she was supposed to be this dancer from all these other clubs blah 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 so that was a little jarring i mean it sounds like it's a funny thing to kind of be critical of of someone's stripping ability i I think that's a valid criticism because you know it's like what you said you know she she mentioned that she had experience in all these other places that she worked at you know this isn't her first gig and then when she comes over she looks really awkward anytime she asks the dance it was really weird and kind of yeah like you said jarring and like you said with her performance i guess in addition to like the scenes where she was you know by herself I just wasn't believing, really, that she was actually a stripper. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe really anything she was doing other than her chemistry with J-Lo at the time. I mean, everything she was doing, like, she was, I guess she was supposed to be giving off, like, someone who's still a little bit innocent, you know, at the beginning. And I couldn't really get that sense. And then later on, she's supposed to be a little more corrupt and a little more cutthroat because, you know, she wants to protect her way of life. I still didn't get that. It just sounded like regular old ass constant woo to me <laughs> oh, I, all i know is like anytime they were on screen together maybe the reason why the chemistry was so good is because jennifer lopez's like presence is very overpowering i feel because her character has to be very controlling so i feel like that's probably what you're getting is like you have that yin and yang kind of effect because of the fact that you have one very strong character and then you have the innocent character but if you take away the strong character now the innocent character just looks even weaker on its own that's probably the that would probably be the way that i i would probably view it but i, I we we can already pretty much tell I, I don't think ben's a fan of constance Wu in general what el- what other stuff is she in fresh off the boat the crazy rich asian oh i i, I don't care to ever see that movie just because i think the premise is dumb but what is that it is that all she was in uh rush off the boat the tv show uh-huh yeah. oh i saw i haven't watched it i saw a couple scenes that made me laugh though yeah now imagine all those scenes except it's a movie and it's about these asians that you know get together and they're really rich and two of them have to get married i think the scene that i made me scenes that made me laugh were the ones that had the main guy in it oh you mean randall park yeah he's funny <laughs> that guy's awesome did you watch his uh, the new movie with him and the one with Keanu Reeves in it? Yeah, always call me, always be my maybe. <laughs> always call, always me, call maybe. me. Sorry, maybe. <laughs> Here's my always number. Call always call me maybe. Call me maybe. <laughs> <laughs> By uh, shit, what's her name? Uh, Constance Ray Jepsen. Yeah, Constance Ray Jepsen. <laughs> one thing. This is. I have kind of a not a. Not a, really a, a gripe well, against gear, the movie. Here's the gears. It's a it's a little bit of a gear, but it's not like a, it's not like anything that like was wrong with that like the actual movie. 
it was the whole premise like when they're starting to like make money and stuff after charging up all those guys on their credit cards and they're like you know they're just like living lavishly and stuff and you know destiny keeps talking about how she just wants to have enough money for this and just to get by take care of her grandma blah take care of her kid and then go shopping once in a while and the whole time i was just thinking holy shit every time you get money you are blowing it on the stupidest shit stop be more responsible with your money and you know. <laughs> such an asian thing to say Stu. stop <laughs> buying stuff that doesn't matter and just <laughs> so it's, yeah like i said it's not really against the movie it was just like their fiscal their, irresponsibility. Yeah, their fiscal responsibility i was just like come on <laughs> I don't give a crap about your red bottoms or your fur coats. You should be investing in IPOs and 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 investing in stocks and bonds and a mutual fund. You should be diversifying and buying responsible long-term funds to secure your retirement. You should be buying <laughs> passive income. Tax-sheltered. What? <laughs> uh, Wait, I, I like where this is going. So she does all that. And then eventually she becomes one of those Wall Street people. And then Ooh. at the end, the climax of the movie is her going to the strip club to get a lap dance. And who is it but Ramona? Oh, I would have liked that twist. Would have I like that ending better. Yeah, she like saved up all this mo- money and then she then she found that, that drug. What's that one? That, what, that um, crap, what's his, his name? Oh, Limitless. What did they take? What was the name of that drug? Oh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, they the took, drug Bradley, took Bradley Cooper. Cooper. <laughs> a strong dose of Bradley Cooper. She took the half a million dollars that she had earned, you know, working with Ramona for for two years, and then turned that into fifteen million dollars, and then went back to the club and decided to go to the champagne room through the back door, where all the other Wall Street fat cats are at, because she wants a lap dance. And uh, oh no, I've been drugged. And now they're charging up my corporate card. My card. card. <laughs> I'm reaping what I sown. Oh, no. <laughs> this movie did ask a really important question. For wings, do you get sauce on the side? Hell no. What? Well, dep- wait, wait, wait. It depends. Depends. What do you mean depends? Hang on. Whoa, time whoa, out. Hold the hold. If you're going to take it home. No. Oh, then, then no. You're going to take it home? If you gotta bring it home, what are you gonna you gonna toss it yourself? <laughs> you dunk them into the sauce. No, the only time sauce on the side is acceptable is at Love Letter. Yeah, because them shits are messy as fuck if you don't get it on the side. <laughs> Actually, no. Uh, there was that one time we got on the side, and then Keith was passing me the bowl or something, well, and it spilled all over me. That's just Keith. <laughs> that's our Keith. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that sounds like uh, we pretty much wrapped up. No, we didn't. Wait, wait, wait. You got sauce on the side? (laughs) No. So, David, real quick. You go to Wingstop to go. Uh Uh-huh. You're telling them you want your classic wing, 10-piece classic wing combo, and then when they ask you what sauce is, you say, I'll have mango habanero on the side and also the garlic parmesan on the you can't even do garlic parmesan on the side that doesn't even make sense i don't do garlic parmesan i do i do lemon pepper whoa whoa whoa! you don't do garlic parmesan Uh uh-uh what the fuck what do you also get boneless oh my god he didn't say oh my god he didn't see he didn't deny it oh my god (laughs) (laughs) okay 
for real. Do you go to Wingstop or any wing place and just get it on the side so you can do meal prep at home or some shit? No. Yeah, I'm gonna portion. Do I look like I do meal prep? Day. Unless the well, meal it prep. Sounds it, like you do. If it, if I sound like I'm doing meal prep, it's uh, here's two things of Twinkies, here's the ding dong, <laughs> uh, here's four hot pockets, and that's, that's prepping to crush these Twinkies right now. <laughs> I can't believe out of all the sauces that would have been somewhat acceptable to get on the side to take home, you pick the sauce that is. The one, like one of the only ones that only makes sense for them to make there, which is lemon pepper. No, no, no. I don't get lemon pepper on the side. I was just trying to trying to understand. Maybe that's the reason why someone would, if they were gonna take it home and they didn't want the wings to be soggy. But you said you do do that. That's what I thought you said. No. Yeah. I don't do that. What sauces? Okay. So what sauces do you get? Mango habanero and lemon pepper. I just said lemon pepper. No, that, no, you said garlic parmesan. No, and then I then I asked, then I said just now, of all the sauces that they have, the lemon pepper one is like the one that o- it doesn't make sense to get on the side. Correct, I agree with you. But you do it anyways. I don't do that. Oh my god, Ben, you 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 deal with him. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't want to. Deal with <laughs> well, you're, deal with it. Um, <laughs> Deal with it. Dot JPEG. I, I'm just like your dad. I don't want to deal with this. We'll go to Wingstop. You'll see. I don't order it on the side. You don't order on the side or you do? I don't. I thought the whole thing was that you order it on the side. No. Ben? I thought that you said that you order on the side. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I was playing devil's advocate then, I guess. Without telling us you're playing devil's advocate. <laughs> I don't I don't normally cue you guys in on anything I'm going to possibly say anyways. Usually when you're playing devil's advocate, you say that you're playing devil's advocate. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, whatever. Okay, but does that mean you get boneless or bone-in? Depends. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. There's no depends. Except for diapers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was. The only depends that matter here are diapers. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Depends. <laughs> because sometimes it doesn't depend if you eat boneless or Some, bone in. Sometimes it's, it does depend if you soil yourself. <laughs> so come on down to Depends. Get your get your free oh pack God. of adult diapers for thirty nine ninety nine for. You said free adult diapers for thirty nine ninety nine. Let me do the ad, David. <laughs> this is what you wanted. <laughs> you just ruined it. There's two ads gone to waste now. <laughs> That'll be this week's episode. Is the is just those two just smashed together? This back to back ads. Wow, those those singles is doing pretty well. They got two ads. But they can't get through either one of them. <laughs> Come on this down to CookieCrisp.com. <laughs> <laughs> CookieCrisp.com. Uh, you're, not, you're not letting the wild card do his thing. <laughs> he shoots from the hip and also from his ass. That's why we're sponsored by Depends. We got the Cheesy Blasters and the Depends. They go together. <laughs> It's FDA regulated, 400% daily intake of sodium. Buy 10 packs of Depends and get this 25% off coupon on Cheesy Blasters. Code Cinco's. All right, well, that wraps up our review of Hustlers for this week.
I think we're all in agreement that this coming week's uh, movie will be at Astra. Downtown Abbey. All right, you heard uh, Ben, folks. It's going to be Downton Abbey. Ben will be talking about Downton Abbey, and David and I will be talking about Ad Astra. Actually, both of them have a 80-plus percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But only one will come out on top. All right, well, that was probably one of the easier ones for us to decide. We'll see you guys next time. I'm your host, David. And I'm Stuart. And I'm Ben. Join us next week when we review Ad Astra. And uh, don't forget to tip your Reiki master. See ya. Stay tuned for our boneless versus bone in discussion. <laughs> I'd like to open up the floor to uh, Ben Somali, representative from the bone in party. Uh, what would you say is the number one concern of Americans in, in regards to boneless or bone-in wings? I would say that a large number of Americans are being lied to when they purchase boneless wings as some sort of bone classic substitute when, in fact, they are just getting chicken nuggets. Interesting. David, your retort? Why are you sacrificing flavor in boneless when you're not getting bone-in? Wait, so so you're arguing for bone men? Who's the wild card? <laughs> <laughs> I I will only order boneless if it's the other like the special day that they're selling it. That's the only reason I would do it. If not, then it's bone in and then sauce. Didn't they used to have bone in special days? Now they just yeah, have. Yeah, I don't know why they don't do that anymore. Yeah, like it's only like oh boneless Tuesdays. I was like. There's no day that starts with a B. Like, te- Tequila Tuesday is a thing. Margarita Monday, a thing. Thirsty Thursday, a thing. But Boneless Tuesday? What the hell is that? I'm guessing that it's because everyone else likes Bone In, and so they ha- end up with all this extra supply of Boneless, and they have to oh, try to shit. get rid of it. Actually, that makes a, a lot of sense, actually, that they're trying to like clear inventory. Well, why even offer it in the first place, then, if no one wants it? <laughs> Because there's people like David who will get it. Ooh, you're the one, you're the person making this country worse. I'm sorry, I'm Asian. I can't fight that part of me <laughs> where I see a good deal, I cannot <laughs> buy it. So think about it. When hey, you work at UCI, when they give away something for free, how many percent of those people show up are Asian? Uh, I don't know because I was too busy trying to get that free thing. <laughs> oh, see, look at that. <laughs> Also, UCI's popul- Asian population is like Oh, sorry. Wait, what does that mean? I, I don't speak Mandarin. I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to cover up whatever Stu was about to say because it made too much sense. You're the wild card. You're not supposed to say anything that makes sense. Oh, sorry. Rush Hour 2 is better than Rush Hour 1.